Hello? Oh, hello. We did it. <laughs> Finally. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no problem. Thank you I, uh, for sticking with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I'm I'm probably one of the the a person who makes it like the hardest to to get in touch with with any form of technology cuz I delete everything and turn everything off on my phone, so it may have been something I, I did. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was I think it was fa- You know what I did? I made the mistake of thinking that my computer could handle accepting phone calls and I just <laughs> put on that feature today. Oh, okay, okay. And so I think I uh confused the mainframe. <laughs> We're breaking boundaries. Yeah, these are real boundary or, or breakers. Or the boundaries are breaking us. Is probably more what's happening. <laughs> that you know what? That's like the that's like the whole last year. <laughs> yeah, I know. People being broken by boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it feels uh, like to have the glass ceiling come shattering down on you? I uh, figuratively or literally. Mm, I mean, I would. I'll, I'll say figuratively. I don't expect everyone to have that literally. I heard a story about. Uh, uh, U.S. Ulysses S. Grant uh, was getting his uh, portrait taken back when it took his pho- photographic portrait taken back when it took uh, like an hour and a half to get a portrait taken. Right. And uh, a a skylight broke in the studio, like bringing down like four foot glass shards. Yeah. And he stood and still. <laughs> you heard the story, right? <laughs> No, I and, haven't, but, okay. you know, just judging by the character of Ulysses as Grant. <laughs> right. He stood completely still. And when I heard this story told, it was about, I don't remember what it was, but they were saying he behaved admirably there. Yeah. Huh. Did he? Did he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, do you, I guess that's subjective. I admire that. I guess I admire it, but maybe cower and cover your neck. <laughs> He was a tough neck guy. Appropriate. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's appropriate not to want your eyes to come uh, to be bled out by glass. Hey, man, he was like, he, he just wanted a good photo. And I mean, who doesn't? Like, look at what we do now, the great lengths we go to to get a good photo. He knew what was up. He was a trendsetter. We, bar- we barely go to lengths anymore to get photos. Yeah. People used to go to lengths. Now people will. Uh, now it's just the length do? of your arm. <laughs> We go to great lengths of the arm. People will do anything that they can stretch to get and not anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. What do you think of the idea of um of pushing yourself versus um accepting your limitations? Hmm. Uh I'm of the personal belief that you that you should push yourself every day. And like every day you wake up, you try to make yourself better in some way. So like to me, accepting limitations is, I mean, it's a reality and you may have to face it, but you you still try to push past it every day. And so when you're pushing past stuff, do you mean um, stuff that you previously hadn't really thought that, you know, like you're okay at this, maybe you do a little bit more of that or you're thinking like, um, I am terrified to do X thing and so I'm going to do X thing. Uh, I think it's generally more the former uh i mean it can be the latter but i don't don't know if you want to like you could do that every day but that might be a little bit 
too stressful to put yourself There's in no that way position. to live right yeah yeah i mean you should, I, I think you should do that every with. now and then but yeah. every now and then yeah i just yeah. don't ever want to do that <laughs> i know i mean most people don't it's it's scary you, why would you jump off a cliff every day but is that what separates um the little people from the ulysses grants hmm I don't know. I mean, some people, I mean, who knows if Ulysses S. Grant, if those people were just pushed off the cliff. He doesn't seem like a guy who was pushed off the cliff. He doesn't. He's a big guy. No, he he jumped. That's right. (laughs) Like, first of all, good luck. And second of all, I think he was jumping off. And so ditto with, um, what's his name? Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah. That's not a guy who was getting pushed off of any cliffs. No. No, but he was he was preserving those cliffs. He was preserving cliffs. He was preserving the animals on them by slaughtering a few of them. Yep, yep. He understood he was, a good contradiction. If he could have, I bet he would have stuffed one of the mountains and put it into his museum. <laughs> Who's to say he didn't? I mean, like, with all the elevation loss, uh, you know, maybe he took the top of a mountain. Yeah, does maybe that make sense? Tippy, no. Maybe the t- <laughs> doesn't re- doesn't really, but maybe like the tippy top of a mount. I yeah. See, I could see I could see Theodore Roosevelt being the kind of guy who arrives at the peak of a mountain and chips it off so that nobody else can get quite that high again. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was imagining. Yeah, that sounds right. That yeah, way, like no one else could first summit the feet. way he summited. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. He he got the only true summit. Right, exactly. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm judging him based on that hypothetical. <laughs> uh, why not? Right? Yeah. Well, it sounds in character. It doesn't sound false to his character. So, yeah. Well, I mean, what other presidents do you want to talk about? We've got two down. We've already kind of referenced a third. I think of Grant more as a general than a president. Really? I, yeah, I, I really. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand that. I think most people know him more as a president than a general. What a shame. He was a great general and, and I know. not a great president. Uh, I mean, I, I, I can't really say it. I, I, I'm not going to pretend I'm brushed up on my grant period, American economic policies and, all, and whatnot. I'm pretty sure it was just, uh, I don't know, anything other than this. It is generally remembered as a time of corruption. Uh Okay. I can't say another thing about it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I don't think I could say another thing about it. So we're even. We're also way ahead of the game. Like we're way ahead of like this. Is, <laughs> this puts us in the top ninety nine point nine percentile of Americans in terms of knowledge of U.S. Grant. <laughs> Just because we knew he was a general. Oh God! Oh yeah. I mean, that's a, a, a far and away. <laughs> like just, just to well, just to know that he was is yeah. something, right? But I mean, that's an easy one because he's on a he's on a bill. He's on a big bill, though. Yeah. Well, so you, <laughs> most so you people think, go like, their wait, whole wait. lives without seeing a fitty. <laughs> Shit. Oh, what's the uh, what's your rating on this? Is it uh, do you want to avoid an explicit rating? Should I watch my? Should I the curb explicit myself? rating is completely optional, and I keep it off. Okay. So you should say bag and oh no i hate uh, that word di- oh sorry <laughs> and dip wad <laughs> you oh, can say 
You can say dipwad all you want. Dipwad, yeah. You're coming up with real nasty ones. I know. Ugh. <laughs> you little dipwad. <laughs> you know what I just found speaking of nasty ones? What? I found a hard drive. Well, I, I knew I had the hard drive <laughs> Where here. Where is this going? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's my dipwad hard drive. <laughs> yeah. No, but practically. I found a hard drive containing... Um, it was a hard drive that was a Firewire 2 hard drive. Mm-hmm. I haven't owned a Firewire 2 device for seven years. And is, I recently, is Firewire still around? Didn't that come and go? It's basically gone. Yeah. It was a superior wire that is basically gone now. Oh, I remember. I remember I got 400 and then there was 800 and I was already behind and then it was just gone. Oh, that's the no. Yeah, no, I'm actually using the wrong numbers. I had a 400 Firewire yeah. drive that then I needed to get. Uh, luckily, you can buy a five dollar adapter. So I bought this five dollar adapter, and I hooked. I I looked at this hard drive that I haven't looked at since college. Right. And uh, I found about two hundred photos from my Motorola Razor. <laughs> I found about another two hundred photos from my Palm Pilot. Oh wow! And 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 this is the piece de resistance. <laughs> I found about seven hours of audio recording of a of a family trip. With of, your, of, a, of one of your family trips. Of my one of my family trips from 2004, including my first girlfriend. Wow, I re- I realize now that may have been a stupid question to ask uh, one of your family trips, like as if you just found <laughs> yeah. seven hours. Of I found one of for... I found one of your family trips. But but wait wait let me back this up. <laughs> Because I did happen to find a thumb drive once in the computer labs at school, and I thought it was mine, and I took it home, and we must have swapped, and I got about four gigs of their of this random family's photo vacations, Holy vacation shit. photos. Yeah, and then Are I you just, ever able to? Bring no, it I didn't back? bother. I kept that. Do you still have it? Uh, prob- probably. <laughs> I didn't bother. I kept that. <laughs> I'm never going to find that person. And now I have this. this <laughs> All new... you have is literally hundreds of potential identifiers. <laughs> ne- like I said, never going to find this person. And I have this. <laughs> you probably have all of their emails from the last. <laughs> their contacts. While I don't have their email, I do have a Malkovich-esque window into their life that I very much enjoyed going into whenever oh. I needed escape. It's not like this was like the most beautiful fa- family and like the most beautiful vacations, but you know it was it was much more raw and real than that. I'm sure they were ugliest in <laughs> they were. this family. See, the fact that I don't know who they are means that I, I won't even feel guilty about shaming them this way. But yeah, they I mean they were not an attractive family. Well, yeah, you shouldn't feel guilty about that. You should feel guilty about not trying at all to return it. What you can do <laughs> is just you can click get info on the file and it'll give you at least a full name of the. <laughs> person created the fire there's so many ways <laughs> no i think i think i did try i'm being somewhat facetious uh but it never got to the owner and i, I kept see. the drive so how often do you malkovich into these fa- into this, <laughs> these lives well i don't think i did that very much but i mean if we're just talking about like looking into people's lives and i mean like i can't walk down a city block without like looking in every single window with a light on that's normal right i think that's normal I saw something um, like some article that was like uh, 
like, oh, you know, like every New Yorker, like, looks, if you're walking in, like, the Upper East Side or the Upper West Side or these townhouses, like, everyone looks in and, like, imagines who this person is. So I, I felt somewhat vindicated that it was normal. Yeah, I would go even further and say that, especially in neighborhoods like that, there is deliberate posturing going on in terms of the window display. Right. Like, and, they have, yeah, they have all their blinds and shades open. I would never do that. Yeah, no, no. And, and spe- you could see a lot of these in uh, North Park Slope. Right. You, you see these brownstones with gigantic windows. One of them I saw had a Chuck Close painting Whoa. next to probably, um, what are those fancy pianos? Oh, Steinway? Um, uh, probably, ne- I think next to a Steinway piano. Yeah. Just with a window without any security of any kind, like a, a piano sized window. Man. It was like a Chuck Close piano sized window that you could easily just <laughs> smash in there, Malkovich right into their living room. <laughs> And take take both their Steinway and their and the paint at least the painting. Man, how do you have the balls to to do that? Like, I'd I'd be so paranoid. I think the only answer is that they've got a ton more Steinways and Chuck Closes and Chuck upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Taking a piece of taking the Steinway would be that takes a Teddy Rooseveltian effort. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I hadn't considered. I'd never thought about John Mal uh, being John Malkovich in relation to social media. Mm, yeah just you mean like looking at anyone's instagram feed or snapchat and it's basically like the movie john malkovich but they're allowing you yes like it's yeah yeah, some yeah i guess it's a i guess it's also allowing i guess it's the the window display is set up yeah because i mean that's the only difference between the film right where like he didn't want them in his head and I, i can't haven't seen this in a while yeah no he definitely didn't want them there and then you know what doesn't become clear at the end is what happens to him. Right. Because it's kind of like he, the main protagonist, has somewhat found a way to like completely take over and just live in John Makovich. No, it's way worse than that. Oh, like really? The, okay. Yeah, no, it's the, the spoiler alert on just being John Malkovich. <laughs> spoiler. Uh, no, it's that group of old people all go inside at just the right moment and then um, John Cusack gets stuck in his ex-girlfriend's baby. Oh, did I lose you? Uh, I just lost you. Oh, you, jol- no, you no, jolted no. out for a sec. Oh, I, oh, you just got silent and contemplative. <laughs> yeah. This is the one problem with... I prefer the audio calls with the one exception of FaceTime is so crystal clear that when you can't hear someone, you think they're gone. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, there have been times. There was one moment where you were speaking with John, and he took a moment, was like thinking about something, and I, I, I like, I had to look at my my phone and be like, "Is did it pause on its own?" And the truth was, it did pause on its own, <laughs> and then unpaused. <laughs> <laughs> I put I put completely made up chapter markers in here that pause your phone. <laughs> Can you do that? That's a lot of power. It's very little power and you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which <laughs> that sums up my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> tomato tomato, Danny. <laughs> tomato tomato. Uh what was it? There was one other thing that you just said that I wish I had written down. I re- I did write down Malkovich in social media. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Um 
this idea of like looking into people's windows. The other one is is like um, having flash crushes on women oh, on the subway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's not just women. I mean, like it happens the other way around too. I've I've talked to Con- females. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Certainly. Right. Yeah. I, I mean. I, yeah, it can be as uh, temporal as like the train that goes past yours in the opposite direction and you catch. Like, oh, that's a big one. Yeah, because yeah. like that even that's happened to me. You know, it's one thing if they're like sitting like on the other side of the car, or, like across the way. And, you know, you're kind of like looking at them for like a whole, I don't know, one stop or a whole train ride. But like I've had it happen where it's just <laughs> that's it. Yes. Yeah. And then then gone, gone forever. Yeah. But do you, th- and, um, and, and you, I mean, I mean, I'm assuming you like make up a story about how they're the most like idealistic partner for you. Yes. I mean, yeah. ob- yes, obviously that's the only way to do it. Right. And have you ever gone the other way though? Have you ever been like, you no, know, like actually the reality of the situation probably would have been this. And then like you like spend a whole bunch of time thinking about the dark, dark ways that you guys would have been together, but then ended up resenting each other and hating each other and break, broke, breaking up and all that. I do that a ton more now that i'm married yeah, I was gonna say. because like the the fantasy i in fact i have found that the um the whole trope of like fine like the nature i marriage has changed maybe one thing more than anything for me which is the nature of crushes which is that they right. just don't take on they um, they basically never take on that like fairy tale thing or at least not nearly as much because that would that would be Every every passing crush would just be like, oh, what like what will it be? Right, what, right. Like, and now I think much more they're defined by what by the second thing you said of just like uh, picking out all the things <laughs> that I can even see from this vantage wouldn't work. Now, do you think that's a result of like because you're married? You're it, it's this new sense of loyalty, and you're sort of like unconsciously telling yourself, like, no, I, I don't actually want that. Like, you know, like I'm really happy right now, and that's like, I, like I shouldn't be like grass is greener, sort of envious type of deal because I know the truth that like I'm I'm really happy now. Or do you think it's that marriage has just like been like, man, marriage is you know not as all it's worked up to be, and now that I've I've got to take these other fantasies to in a different place. I don't know. I would I would say it's closer to the second thing, but not in the sense that it's not all that it's that it's made out to be, but more like I I had the luxury or whatever of basically of marrying one of my all time crushes and Right, yeah, yeah. And recognizing just that no matter like the the baseline is that you like and trust the person and any other relationship like any relationship is going to take a ton of work and i think one of the interesting things about about what the way you put it is like you can't like you do see, you do see that every single maybe that's what it is like there's no crush that's so convincing where i can't do two steps out of the chess move and see like even if I can't see what what's behind that black box, there's something else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's it's also just like <clears throat> same similar thing, but it's just the experience of like how many relationships you've entered into in your lifetime with everyone, with just like friends, coworkers, uh, girlfriends, like any like actual relationships like that, and you just kind of know that like it's never what it seems at first, whether it's 
better or worse. Like you, you can kind of see through the facade and pick apart or, or get better at detecting the actual reality of the situation. Yeah, it seriously. Yeah. It, no, absolutely. Like it literally is never the way you think it right. is. Right. Yeah, yeah. And often, be- it often is better, but like you arrive even at the best friendships or relationships, you arrive at a moment where um, you get like a glimpse of the full scale of the other person's. It, I think it can come in the form of either like kind of majesty or neurosis. Like you see, <laughs> like you like see over the edge mm-hmm. and you see this like, and it can happen, I guess personally too it can happen within a person too but like you see over the edge and it's always more than you think could possibly be there right and in some ways maybe like the age of 12 to 22 at least for me was spent trying to completely ignore that that precipice existed Oh, and, and you wanted to have everything a bit simpler and, and more shallow, you're saying? or I wanted everything. I wanted to define for myself and in how I related to other people, I wanted to experience a robust shell, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I thought that if the shell was good enough and convincing enough, then all that other stuff was either fake or not necessary. Hmm. Interesting. And it didn't even matter. Right. So, so not necessary. It wouldn't even matter if it was hollow. If it was a good shell. I don't think the idea of it being hollow would have even made any sense to me. Right. Did you, what were you like as a teenager? Did you, were you, um, uh, like, were you always, uh, I, th- I, I'm going to, without spoiling <laughs> anonymity. Okay. <laughs> I think you're, you're one of the, you're one of the great, like, well-rounded people i've ever met and so like were you like that as a teenager or uh um it's i mean i'll try to answer that as best i can because i've I've had people say that to me before and it's always so funny when someone says that to you because you know in your head you're like i'm falling apart i'm like you know all your insecurities are like screaming out and then someone says you're well-rounded and you're just like what the hell do you see um but in so prefacing with that, I, I'll say that I think I was like that as a teenager. Um, I think I I, uh, I had a lot of people tell me that I was like a forty year old when I was like twelve. So I think I've always had kind of the same view and uh, principle that I have now. I mean, it, it's certainly changed. It's not exactly the same. Obviously, I'm not a 12 year old. Um, but it was similar, I would say. But the internal experience was of what, like term anxiety and turmoil. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's just what being a teenager. And in some right. sense, maybe that's just what being a fucking living human. Yeah. Being is. Right. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, you know, no matter who you look at, you're, you know, you, you can pick anyone and, and they're, whether you're hero or, your teacher or your coach or your dad and your, you know, anyone you think is like indestructible, there's, there's always something. It's just like, like you said before, uh, it's never, never quite like what you first think it is. It's always more. So uh, I think everyone's like that. Everyone has those anxieties and 
I think it's uh, being able to admit it and work on them or talk about them is kind of the harder thing. And that shows you like who people are more so. Yeah, I guess when I'm, when I'm, when I'm feeling, uh, cause I've spent a lot of time trying to work on anxiety and work on just living. Yeah. And how good I'm feeling about myself is can largely be mapped, I think, to whether or not I think everybody's got a bunch of anxiety to deal with. Oh, so like, like if you can rationalize that everyone else has anxieties just as you do, then it, it's easier to deal with them or, or it's easier to accept that you have them? I guess it's easier to accept it, yeah. That because, it's, um, because it becomes normal. I don't even know if it's the normal thing. I just like I'm jealous of this idea... Because anxiety in so many ways feels like this, um, it's like, it's like wearing lead shoes in some ways. Yeah. Um, where like, what, what are the things that you could do without wearing lead shoes and how much faster could you run without lead shoes? And so I'm jealous of the idea that there are, uh, that there are these people somewhere with that aren't wearing lead shoes. Right. But as I'm saying that, it's a meaningless thing to say, because even if there are, that doesn't mean I'm not wearing lead shoes. Right. And they may not have lead shoes, but they've got a lead helmet on. And it's something, you know, it's a whole other problem that you don't aren't familiar with and, and can't see, you know. Right. I don't know. That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're like mid therapy session now. Yeah, really. <laughs> do uh, how, how do you accept a copay? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I actually, I, I recently got, I got a letter from my insurance company, basically saying like you're too healthy to be going to therapy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They been threatening. I know. Well, they even say that in the letter. They're like, look, we can't make this decision for you. Really? All we can do is not pay for it. <laughs> You're so healthy. We trust that you can pay for your own therapy. <laughs> I guess that's I it. guess that's yeah. the compliment. Oh, yeah, right? If that's an insurance but it's, it's kind of, I It's just like it, what's rough is like, yeah, I'm healthy enough not to. Uh, I'm healthy enough, A, to contribute to the economy, which in some ways maybe that's all that when. when your employer is paying for your health care. I guess that's how the incentives line up. Like, can you do your job? Yes. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. then you don't need this. Right. And then the other thing is like about, um, I just think when you think of how cheap it could be to do some of these things, like just have more available therapy, have subsidized therapy for people who need it and how much better that would be for everything yeah well i I mean it's kind of just like like that you getting that letter is indicative of just the whole like the whole system and and it's the systemic belief of of who needs therapy and what it's for um because i mean i think everyone could use therapy and i think it's kind of stigmatized as like something you only need if you're like bonkers or something you know Right, it's just like its job is just to get you out of the straitjacket. Right. Yeah, yeah. 
Whereas it should, you know, it's, it's the same thing with anything else where it's, it's treated more like a Band-Aid uh, as opposed to like a preventative measure or, or like just to keep yourself sane and healthy and happy. You know, it's like, no, it's just to prevent you from being completely clinically depressed. You know, it's, it's a backwards way to approach it. It reminds me of the thing where like sometimes you'll have a um, where they'll have like a, I guess a prisoner of war or something. Maybe they don't do this with prisoner of war as, as much, but like uh if they have someone who is on death row who requires medical treatment, they will give them the medical treatment yeah, and make sure they are healthy enough to be executed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. I, I don't know. I don't get it. That's fucking bananas. Yeah. I, I, I know. <laughs> if you didn't think it was bananas, I, I'd think something's wrong with you. Yeah, but there it is. I mean, there, there are cl- clearly there's some interest that is currently has control over that system that doesn't think something like that is bananas. I, I like. I have to imagine that that's just not complete like ignorant incompetence. Like that it is like they know it's a technicality, but it's a technicality they're going to go through with because if they don't, like all the dominoes will fall and like everything. You know, there's just like. A whole umbrella full of holes. Is that what it is? Is it? Um, is it? Is it that it's like a linchpin for the rest of the prison industrial <sighs> complex that they need to follow all the rules? I, I'm. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not saying it is, but I just. I, I want to believe. That, like that's where my immediate reaction goes to. It's like I need to believe that so, that the people in charge are not that stupid. That they're just like, yeah, well, you know, it just makes sense to, like, logically, it makes sense to make someone perfectly healthy to kill them. Well, maybe it's not stupidity. Maybe it's cruelty. (sighs) Then I just don't want them to be that cruel. Yeah, well, that would be nice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, that's another, that's a place where, like, uh, people who... There, there clearly are people who think that that's a good idea, and those are people who I will say, categorically, without knowing a goddamn thing about them, <laughs> they are people who need therapy. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you can like get some uh, like free pass cards, so you can transfer your therapy, so that you don't have to pay for it, but you give it to someone else who needs <laughs> it. <laughs> Is this insurance fraud? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what I'm telling you to do. <laughs> Oh, like I find other people with my exact full name. Yes. <laughs> and then it becomes a the most boring Alfred Hitchcock movie. How many people do you think you'd find? Have you looked before? I mean, yeah, obviously I, you've Googled your name. Everyone has. Well, sure. I'm, I am I have the best SEO of anybody with my name. Yeah. The, yeah. It turns out caring about computers at all with like a what like a c-level common name is enough (laughs) um i i found a guy with my exact name who uh then i he we one of us made the decision to follow each other on facebook and then his entire family started following me right and then i i deleted all of them uh one of them started posting (laughs) pictures of porn uh, but not like they were a bot oh like they were clear they were still posting organic posts and then would occasionally post just a picture of porn 
What would they have a caption with it, or it was just like I can't remember because usually I would see it at work or something and be <laughs> astonished, and then I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Did you ever find someone with your anonymous name? Um, <laughs> um, uh, no, not not exactly, but I, I haven't looked that hard. I'm sure you know. There's it's got to be out there. So, what, what have you found out that the guy whose family photos you had had the exact same name no way he doesn't look anything she didn't look anything like me somehow the fact that, that you know that it was a, a <laughs> woman who dropped it makes, <laughs> makes it more damning yeah really <laughs> oh. I keep trying to think that maybe there was a message in those photos. Maybe she gave it to me. She, she made sure that I found that thumb drive and she was trying to tell me something. Yeah, see, I wasn't going to mention this. But, but since you said a crazy thing, <laughs> I'll say a crazy thing, okay. which is that twice in the last week, I've been on the subway mm-hmm. and I have seen a potential subway crush like coming onto the train Right. And then they stand within a foot of my face. <laughs> like eye to eye? N- pretty much eye to eye. Yeah, and okay. then I'm like dentisting around to look at anything but their face. <laughs> Why? Why don't you just stare right at their face? I should. That's what they're that's what they're going for. Isn't <laughs> yeah. it? it seems I, I see the first time I was like, oh, well, she just got weirdly uncomfortably close. The second time I'm thinking I this is in my head, just like you think there are secret messages <laughs> in your thumb drive. I mean, I'll be honest. Yours is much more probable because I can I can I, I know how many people I've seen multiple times, like the same people on your commute. Like, you know, oh, that woman with the blonde hair and the big nose, like, I see her all the time, you know, or like that guy with the glasses and like, who's like super short. Like, I see him like every six months and the number of times that I've run into the same person on the subway and they've stood in the same proximity to me, like, that's insane. I can't even imagine. Is it close proximity? What? No, I'm just saying like, no one's, no one's ever like repeated the the same spatial relationship that I've had with oh, them on the previous see. ride. So like, Oh, the fact that- this is two different women though. Oh, 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 okay. No, this is two Change. different women. Changes I'm the everything. only, I'm the only common denominator between oh. these two experiences. Oh. Take, I, do not listen to my advice. Do not stare. Them <laughs> <laughs> that is very creepy. If you do that to someone for the first time, <laughs> No, yeah, these are two different women. I'm really glad did. we cleared that up. Yeah, me too. I was about to go <laughs> take a subway ride. <laughs> I was just about get to up go right take next a, to somebody. Yeah, pre-dinner, just take a 9.30 subway <laughs> ride into into Queens. I was just about to go to Rockaway back and forth. <laughs> That'll give you the longest amount of time to stare straight in someone's face. <laughs> Wait, are you just including the factoid that the Rockaway train is the longest train ride? Yeah. Isn't See, it? that's a great that's a great way to fucking hide factoids. <laughs> Just in the middle of like, well, incidentally, incidentally, that'll give you the longest time. Yeah. 
Well, incidentally, if you if your birthday were that day, uh, that would be the same birthday as uh, our ex president, Ulysses S. Grant. Yeah, yeah, you can keep. Yeah, take you can keep that method. You can have I that will one keep. For free. I will. I will try to keep that one <laughs> and try not to shoehorn it into every conversation from now on. <laughs> Speaking of shoehorns, I think it's dinner time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you, Howard, for coming on the show. Yeah, anytime. This was such a delight. Absolutely. I just have I have one question for you because. Uh, oh please! It, it felt like this was you were much more prepared this time. That you had uh, you had like certain questions that you kind of like asked pretty quickly right off the bat. Like there was no like introduction, no kind of just to, like I mean we did somewhat talk about firewire cables, but no like talking about computers for like twenty minutes. You know. I think it depends on the person. Okay. You're, well, are you just saying John can't freewheel? Is that what you're saying? No, no, not at all. I think you guys freewheeled it well. Um, but I was, freed I, wheel? Freewheeled. <laughs> freed wheel. Freed, you free, you freed, freed wheel. You freed the wheel. Um, definitely. Uh, no, I was just wondering because... No, uh, I definitely no, I definitely didn't prepare, but probably uh, the, the 15 minutes of not being able to connect on right. FaceTime probably yeah, gave me yeah. some unconscious preparation time. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, also, John and I do tri-weekly calls, so it's right. mostly I, I updates. I thought about that, too. I mean, this is the first time I've ever spoken to you on the phone, I think. I I would say there's no way we've ever spoken on the yeah, phone before. Yeah, I know. That's that's crazy in itself. Like I said, breaking boundaries. But who would ever, t- t- who would ever call? <laughs> I wouldn't talk to John if he wasn't. <clears throat> So living across the 2,000 miles away right. or whatever. <laughs> Incidentally, if he was 2,000 miles away. <laughs> Where would he be? I was, lo- I was really hoping you could pull one out there because I would love to know what's actually 2,000 miles away. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any other, uh, do you have any other, any other closing, closing questions or remarks? Well, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, that wasn't even the question. I didn't even get to oh, it. Okay. My question, oh. you, you seemed more prepared this time and I was wondering like, where you're if you were planning on like what your end game is or like where you wanted to go with this and and if i may make some suggestions for a caption to help you get there yeah i would love all that stuff okay so you've come up with some i feel like it might be too early to like describe myself as like the nine ball super fan but like do you think anyone else has listened to all the episodes twice (laughs) definitely (laughs) definitely not all right, well then I'm just gonna take super fan right now, like number one. Oh, you own it. I'm so <laughs> fucking beside myself with with like a mixture of like shame and like like pride. Yeah. I can't believe no, you it. You should feel both of those things. So, so go on. So okay, so favorite episode uh is you're not gonna believe this, but it was the teaser trailer. Oh, interesting. I Love have to go one. back. I literally don't remember. What, that was like 25 minutes that, of just... Yeah, it was one of the longest episodes. It was the only, It was the longest episode that was not a conversation. Interesting. Uh, okay. And what did you like about it? Oh, did I actually lose you this time? Uh-oh. All right, I'm recalling. Let's see. 
Oh my goodness, the fidelity is so much worse now. <laughs> yeah, did you just lose your Wi-Fi? Oh, wait a minute. Wait, let me make sure it's recording. Okay. All right, now you're recording. Okay. Yeah, it sounds We're like back. you're in a t- <laughs> talking over a tin can string now. Oh, um, no. Okay, so uh, of course it, what about it, now? it cut out the moment you were telling me what you liked about the first episode. Um, I, what I liked about it is that like we were there discovering it, the whole process with you. And it was just like uh, the stream of conscious consciousness was it was my favorite part was just how it was like this is happening now and maybe we're hearing what you hear but we're probably not we're just hearing you talk about it. I like that. And I, uh, I, yeah, I think uh, you know, like, why not do some more teaser trailers? Even though it doesn't make any sense. Well, what about whatsoever. the last? The last one was basically in the same. Yes. No. It's true. And I like those. Okay. All right. You might be the only one who likes those. I know. I've heard that. So, uh, you know, someone told me. (laughs) (laughs) Someone told me that uh, people don't like the conversations and that they're and they think they're like rambling and they they rather have the other stuff. And like, don't get me wrong. I like everything. But like, wait, don't like the conversations or don't like the stream of consciousness. Oh, I I heard that. Well, I think you said in an episode that the conversations were not people's favorites. Oh, I don't know about no, no. I thought I thought it was the other way around that the stream of consciousness oh, okay. is not. We, oh, we have a, a, a yeah. Then well, I, I'm not, sh- look, I'm not sure. I uh, I actually have very little visibility. I only hear the feedback that I hear. Right. So yeah. I'm not hearing from the. It's got to be well, tens of thousands of people who are not telling yeah. me anything about. It. Yeah, I know. Well, I, I, I'm a fan. Uh, Teaser trailer is my favorite episode. All right. Um, well, that's I, really good I'm to gonna, know. I, I'm going to close with just a few suggestions that I think are great that are most of them are like ripped straight from nine ball. Okay, great. And I think they'd make great captions for nine ball in like, you know, like right under the logo in iTunes. Oh, let her rip. I need a new one. Yeah. All right. Well, this is possibly my favorite. All right. I'm recording and you're going to hear what you're going to hear. Oh, that's good. Uh, We got not trying to be a yuck yuck. I think that's a great caption. We got this. Oh, and this might be my favorite. Nine ball. Did you ask about this? No, but I'm telling you. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> I can't write those down fast enough, but thankfully I have them recorded. Those yeah, are really. I will. I will definitely take one of those and make it the new one. That'd be great. I mean, you don't have to. No, so. no. Those are all better than whatever garbage I have up right now. Do you have a Do you have a preference for title of this? Um. I can go in and listen to something. That you said that was funny, or you yeah, could just no, produce I, a title. I have no preference. That could be the title. I, I have, have no preference. preference. It probably won't be that, but <laughs> that's fine. Whatever you choose. All right. All right. I'll let you get to dinner. Well, thank you. This was completely wonderful. Agreed. All right. Have a good night. You too, man. Bye. Bye.